On today's JMO with Josh and Joe, we have overreaction week. Everybody overreacts. Woohoo! Overreacts to the NBA first couple of games. We go through all each game actually, each game of the playoffs, the playing games, mm-hmm. and the playoffs. Um, playoffs. Playoffs. We go through. We talk about the injuries. Those are big. Talk about Ooh. the injuries. We get to OT Dish on this day in sports history. Mm-hmm. Then we get to some NFL news. Big, big news dropped today. Huge news. Not Cash just, money. Yep, not just for a certain team, but for the entire NFL as a whole. Then we got our talking soccer, eh? Hey, talking soccer. Talking soccer. And then uh, a couple other sports news. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. Welcome to JMO with Josh and Joe. It is Monday, April 17th. And Joe, overreaction week is here. It is- Whoa. Uh, what was that? <laughs> that? That was an overreaction right an over- there. <laughs> <laughs> um, overreaction week is here. The reason I call it overreaction is because everybody always overreacts to the first game of each series in the playoffs. And it's always like... Oh my gosh! Like it, for instance, the Phoenix Suns might get swept by the Clippers. No, let's let's not overreact here. Let's let's calm down. They have Russell Westbrook. They are going to lose. The Suns are going to win. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it kind of we we almost like confuse it because like you know March Madness is like one and done, and whereas you know the NBA fi- or the playoffs. We've got like six more games yeah, of this there, series. Exactly, there's seven game series. We have to like we. You're right. We our brains are are t- attached to March Madness, mm-hmm. so we think one and done. Yep. So we get we overreact when we see one game. It takes us about like two or three games to realize, hey, okay, or maybe even the first round to realize, hey. You, this game, this isn't even close to being over. Like yeah. this isn't it. So we have to reset our minds <clears throat> to playoff series and not a and not just one game. Yeah, because the thing is too, like the the play in is now our transition period. Yes, transition period. We're still not completely into it, but it's our transition period because like some of them are one and done, some of them are two and done. You Ex- know exactly. Some you got to win to. Some of them have to win to. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that, that's our transition. You know, that's good. It, it helps my brain shift from March Madness to the NBA playoffs because mm-hmm. this is a whole different animal. This is a, a different beast. Um, but yeah, the, the NBA playoffs are here. The playing games have come and gone. We're going to get to all of that. We got the, we got OT dish, um, some breaking NFL news, uh, and talking soccer, <laughs> talking soccer. soccer. All right, let's dive into the, uh, playing games. Hawks versus heat. The, the Hawks in this game looked better than we thought. I think they were a little bit. I think we did. We just kind of forgot about him. Yeah, it's I, I. We definitely can't count out Quinn Snyder. We like we were reminded like, hey, he is a good coach. And we talked about this a little bit last week because it was going on during the podcast. But they, 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 their bench is good. They have it. They had a great bench game. Now, granted, the entire Miami team looked like they just. I, you know how like when you gain like you you have a kid, you gain like twenty pounds. Or you get a dad bod and you lose a step, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Miami kind of looked like. It, it looked like they kind of lost a step. They they didn't play with any like any quickness. There was no I don't know. It, it just looked slower. 
Yeah, the whole can, thing looked slower. You can really point to like the rebounds to dictate that it was they got out rebounded sixty three to thirty nine, uh, yep. and offensively twenty six to six. Ooh, yeah. Geez. So that was a big thing. Yeah, but um, Jimmy Butler in his press conference summed it up best. He said, "Come Friday, we have to play the legit exact opposite of the way we did tonight." <laughs> the exact. I mean, and he kind of did. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that other that game. But yeah, but Jimmy Butler was kind of cold. Yeah. Like he he was pretty cold in the first game, and then lit it up the the next game. Um, so yeah, the uh, the Hawks beat the Heat. Let's go to the Lakers versus the Gobert less uh, Tim Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. They didn't have they didn't have uh, Rudy Gobert, so who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Who gives a shit about this? This game doesn't count. We just knew. We knew like everything was just falling in line to the Lakers. Whenever like Rudy Gobert was out, and it was like, oh, here he comes again. LeBron's gonna get his way and just sneak his way through another one. Yep, to a, a Memphis team that actually, as we saw, doesn't really match up well, especially when your best player gets hurt. But we'll get to that. Why? Um, why are the bigs uh, going teams against going against Lakers? Why are the bigs disappearing? Like, how is this happening? I don't know. They, they they really are disappearing. And yeah. I mean, it's not like Anthony I get I get it Anthony Davis is pretty good down low, but like I you, you he's a, he's kind of soft. You yeah. can, he's getting up there in age and he's kind of he, he's breakable, so just fucking handle him. Is uh LeBron meddling around behind the scenes like, "All right, hey, Steven Adams is gone. We he, you know, we got lucky he was an injury. Rudy Gobert, make sure he's a, he's out of this. He he can't be in here." <laughs> oh, he shoved his own teammate. Yep, he's out. He's, he's out. out. See ya. Um <laughs> LeBron, we've never done this before. No, doesn't matter. I don't I don't care. <laughs> Unprecedented. Um all right, let's let's I'm just going to let, let's get to this one. Uh the Pels versus Thunder. Fuck that game. <sighs> Fuck that fucking game! It's the, the the Pels didn't play with zero energy. Yeah, zero. It's like they didn't want to be there. I, I found myself using the childhood ex- uh, excuse, like "You're not that good." We just didn't play well, you know. And it's like you know when you when you fully intend to say, like to say to them, like, "Yeah, that's gonna get them," but it's like that doesn't really no, mean it shit. Does, it doesn't work. It's no. like yeah, I only played uh, half uh, as good as I could have played. Yeah, you're so not. That you didn't good. really beat us. Yeah. That's yeah okay. That's yeah. We'll go with that. Except we let Josh fucking Giddy just ball on us. Yeah, it, that dude looks like he he was like corn fed out of fucking Iowa, and it just he he just balled on us. Like I know he's from Australia. I think he's mm-hmm. from Melbourne. Um, but yeah, it, it just a plain white dude just balled all over. It, this it was just a bad game. It was not a good time. I I ain't gotten had no fun, no fun watching that game. Yeah, and I was we we were really excited. We got ourselves amped up for it because we we like visualized we we visualized the Pelicans be, somehow beating with the either the the number one or number two seed, whatever one we got. I guess that would have been the uh, the number two seed or mm-hmm. the, the number one seed. Yeah, because Lakers had already won. So I visualized us getting playing Nikola Jokic, who we have play, we have beat the Denver Nuggets. Yep, we have, and I mean we also played very well against the number one seed last year as well, the Phoenix Suns. We just had so we visualized this, but we had a little trouble manifesting it. Yeah, yeah, the visualization was easy. The manifesting part, we we still have to work on that. Yes, we have to fit. We have, we'll contact Doctor Strange. Yeah, and figure out how the fuck he does it. A lot of people pointed to Zion being like, like you know, obviously they were you know critiquing Zion for you know being out this game, yada yada yada. But I, 
I got to really kind of point to McCollum here. 14 points, and he kind of didn't show up in the last couple of key shots. I don't know. When you trade for a first rounder and two second rounders and a bunch of other uh, players for a, you know what you want as a superstar, I think he has to show up a little bit better. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's not even being asked to be a number one. That's Brandon Ingram right now. Like, I just, we need a, when they're doubling Brandon Ingram, we need a number two to step up. And I thought he fell short. Even with Larry Nance Jr. out, I think we, I feel like we should have, we should have easily won this game. This is, this is such a bullshit game. And the fact that Josh Giddy balled out on us and didn't ball out the next game was just a, it just it's to my point um it does kind of suck that zion he like he said that he was physically fine yeah and that he was doing windmill dunks during pregame warmups it that's uh, it's beta mentality it's if you know if you want if you don't want to play in new orleans then, then just fucking say you want out like yeah. it, it just just do it i don't i don't get it you, like he's 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 good to play the only and he's getting the money he wants the only thing I can think of is is he, because if he felt fat, I mean, if he if he was fat, then he wouldn't be doing windmill dunks. He, I think he just doesn't want to play in New Orleans. Which, dude, if you don't want to play, let's get the, get him the fuck out of there. I was about while to say, he's is it young. Time, is it time to trade him? Get him the fuck out of there. Let's get some fucking players. Let's do it. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, let's get Bulls versus Raptors. The Dr. DeRozan. So Demar DeRozan's little daughter needs the game ball. <laughs> she she's got to have the game ball. I mean, she forced the Raptors into eighteen of thirty six from the free throw line. Eighteen 15, missed free throws. Fifty percent. I don't know what like. And it, here's the thing: it's not like you can get mad at that, at mad at her, or you can tell her to stop because that's a part of the fucking game. It's not illegal. It's not illegal. You can scream while people are shooting the ball. That's that's part of being a fan. If they were like, uh, no, you can't scream. What? Yeah, are we supposed to use our inside voices while we're while we're watching a basketball game? No. Me- meanwhile, the home team is like yelling at the top of their lungs the entire the, time while the you know the, the visiting team is shooting free throws. So like it just it was more noticeable because it was one voice that just you know had courtside seats mm-hmm. and um and it had it, an it away was, game. It was a shriek. And it was a streak, yes. It was very, I mean, I don't want to say this in any reference to her because she's probably a sweetheart, but it was a very demonic-sounding uh, streak. Right. It was something that, like, they would put in a in a, in a fucking Stephen King movie to, yes. make, to just make you piss your pants. Mm-hmm. And then you have nightmares for the next week and a half. Yeah. That didn't happen to me. I, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Zach Levine balled out though. He 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 did ball out. He came through. It's nice to see like when you pay a, a guy that that much money and you kind of put everything into his hands. It's nice to see him ball out. It's yep. good. I'm, yep. I'm sure Chicago fans really like to see that. Um, but yeah, the bull it, it, the Bulls uh, end up end up beating the Raptors. And apparently, Dr. Rosen's not going to be able to go to the next game because she has school. Oh, she's out for school. She she was out on or, uh, that, I think it was last Friday. Yeah, last Friday for school. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's a that's that's load management. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I think so. I think that's, that's a little bit ridiculous. It's a little selfish on the school part. Yeah, it is. It is. Um. I think they because I mean she's their best player. Yeah. And you got to so we got to bend we got to like bench our best player because 
load management school wants to back in. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, you're always going to constantly learn. I mean, that's just a part of life. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to always have this opportunity in the playoffs. Yeah, to watch your dad and then um, force 18 missed free throws. Yeah. Sorry, she's like the defensive player of the year. Fuck Jaron Jackson. DeArthur Rosen. Um, do you think that was maybe uh conspiracy thought here? But do you think that maybe was the uh, opposing team right there? Um paying the school like hey you got to force her to be at the school maybe i think demar Derozan was the one who who benched her oh demar did yeah that okay. was a, a self a team self-inflicting uh wound there that was, that was a rudy gobert as, yeah. we, <laughs> as people are calling that well in all seriousness though they actually she actually did have to get escorted because she received like threats she uh, they threatened in a little girl yeah they, it's it's toronto, sad. toronto likes the DeRozans, though. I know. He was. He played there for a while. She spent, like, most of her childhood, like, or most of her life there, I think. Hey, I, don't, I didn't make the news on that one. Make uh, the news up. But, yeah, sad to see. Oh, well, whatever. Um, So the Bulls turn, had to turn around and play the next game um, on Friday. Bulls versus Heat. It's like the, it's like the Heat kind of, like, woke up. Butler came alive. No DR. She had school or whatever. Um, Struz had a nice, a nice game too. He, yeah. he he came in. He came in clutch. He, he was he was lighting it up from yeah. threes. <laughs> yeah, he, that's that, and that's what they needed. They needed something like that. I think I think the the Bulls, if they had, um, I think I don't know. It, they, I think they they need the they need either Levine to light it up or just I don't know what they could have done. I, I the, the heat was just too much for him. Um, this is a game that you probably would have liked to have Lonzo ball in, yeah, kind of facilitate the offense a little bit more. So, but um, but yeah, no, the heat the heat came back alive, played excellent defense like they normally do. Uh, they they work be- best whenever Jimmy Butler is running everything, and then they also get some supporting cast help you know, right. like they got from Struess. Right. Um, and then sometimes, you know, you get from Kyle Lowry from time to time and stuff, uh, Victor Oladipo when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that's kind of how the the system of the Heat works, and they, they were able to, you know. Tyler Hero. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Um, the, it's just like you kept waiting on Levine to do something. I don't know. The, the whole the, the whole game I was just thinking, all right, yeah, Zach Levine's going to pop off. Zach Levine's going to pop off. And he did. He was 6 for 21 from the field. He was 0 for 3 from 3. Like, he just didn't he didn't do anything. So, mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's what happens. But he beat the Bulls. Um, Thunder versus T-Wolves. It's obvious that the, the T-Wolves are a different fucking team. Yeah. They're completely different team with Gobert in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know how else to say it. Like they just they they kind of, and he, again like I like I alluded to earlier, Giddy sucked. <laughs> Giddy fucking sucks. <laughs> Fuck that dude. I was about to say you seem to have a vendetta against I, I, uh, Giddy. I, no, he, he should not have balled out like that. He fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the T Wolves ended up advancing. There was I didn't really have too much for them this game. I well, just, basically, was, with the T Wolves advancing, it literally was the exact. Layout of the playoffs, so like nine and ten did not make it. Neither nine and ten from the east or west didn't make it. It was seven and eight. Okay, so both so, so they just had it right the first time. Yeah, you they just, just wanted had, a couple extra games to make a little extra money. Just make it interesting. Yeah, I, I I agree with it though. I like it. Um, the only the thing I got for the Thunder, 
hold your hang, hold your head up high. You're the like the youngest team in the fucking world. Good gosh, they have three rookies, like they, that that are technically supposed to be on that starting lineup. Then Shea Gilgis Alexander is is still very young, very talented. Mm-hmm. You're all, you're just young. That's it, it's it's good because like the Pels lost, and I have nothing to say except. Zion doesn't even want to be there, and he didn't want to play, and we just looked like we sucked. Yeah, they didn't look happy. They they didn't didn't look look like they were happy like last year. Right, they didn't look like they were enjoying playing basketball. Yeah, they were like the Merry Men last year. Like, they were just, like, having a great time. They didn't even care. They had to care less in the world. They're like, hey, we're playing the number one seed. We're just playing in the playoffs. We're happy to be here, and then almost beat them. I think, you know what I really think? I think Jose Alvarado might be the battery that that just— Energizes the oh entire. the Energizer Bunny yeah he's the, he's the, he's the battery he's, he's the, the Energizer battery. Bunny he's the battery that he puts into this machine that makes everything work okay so uh, having Jose Alvarado out was I think that, that that's what did it okay um let's see Thunder lose to the T Wolves that was the last playing game all right so it was set like you said seven and eight one um from both East and the West Nets versus Seventy Sixers um this one was tough because. The game game two is actually going on right now. We were watching that before we started recording. Now, the game one, they had a strategy, and it was to double-team Joel Embiid mm-hmm. and basically make everybody else beat them, which is a good strategy. It, it's I, I think it's good because like some teams might have let Joel Embiid just do his thing and shut down everybody else like you know play uh, teams used to do with Chicago Chicago back in the 90s they used to let Michael Jordan they knew Michael Jordan was going to do his thing they would shut down the rest of the team mm-hmm. there um, the the Nets are trying to shut down Joel Embiid and make the rest of the team beat you so I and I like that it just sucked because James Harden James Harden loves whenever he just doesn't have to do anything but shoot from the three-point line and find open people yes he it, it, that's just what he thrives on doing, and he he balled out. He balled out in game one, and I think that I believe that's a really that's a strong reason why he he the the seventy sixers won. The more stationary James Harden can be, the better he's gonna play. <laughs> Dude, you make he, you make him run. No, he went seven for thirteen from threes. <laughs> he was just <laughs> he was just camping out behind the arc, and he just made everything. Yeah, I mean, why do you think he loves strip clubs so much? I mean, because all the action just comes to him. Exactly. Just, he doesn't have to move or work or anything. All the action just goes to him. He goes straight there, and he just, like, every now and then he'll dish things out. Yes. Weird. <laughs> all right. Anyways, uh, the, so Mikel Bridges had a nice game. I, I do. I like his game. He's he's a promising, promising young player. Um, actually, he's not too, too young. Never mind. He's, he's a little older. He's a, he's I mean, a Michigan State guy. Yeah, um, but he had a nice game. Now, one thing with Joel Embiid that's he's like a cheat code. This was, this is honestly what I think makes Joel Embiid a cheat code. That motherfucker shoots free throws better than most guards in the league. Oh yeah, he went. He was eleven for eleven from the line, and whenever we were watching today, he was already four for four from the line. Well, hey, it's that white. Uh, it's that white man three point uh, jump shot. Yep, that's. I guess studying studying that helped a little bit. I guess I don't know, but he's got a nice free throw. So that's. It is kind of a cheat code. Um, it also helps whenever the 76ers shoot a 48% from the three-point line. Again, that's, yeah, that's what I was saying. They, like like I was saying, the, they they were basically doing the same strategy tonight as they had before. But this tonight, the 
76ers aren't making half of their threes. Yeah, and I think that's what the Nets are banking on. Yep, oh, and uh, kudos to the Nets for for not for not trying to do something different. They just sort of, they took their L and they were just like, you know, we're gonna. I think we we have a, a you know a winning game winning plan. Let's just try and execute it better the next game. So yeah, did the Nets feel like they're like an awesome supporting cast team? They just need they need a Kevin Durant or like some superstar. Yeah, well, it's just like they it's like a bunch of people from a bunch of different teams that you were just like, man, he's a really good supporting player. Like he's an awesome like Cam Johnson. He came off the bench. He's a really good supporting player. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. He you know was a kind of a good compliment to uh, Luka Doncic. Uh, Mikel Bridges. He was a good compliment to the Suns. Well, they, 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 you're right. They, they they basically just traded away for all these supporting players. They didn't yeah, we're like promising us. supporting players, and now they're all like doing well together. Yeah, I, and I think Brooklyn actually might be a super one superstar away from just dominating. Maybe, maybe they just need that one alpha alpha dog, and they could just dominate. Because yeah, they don't need a super team. They just need one alpha. One alpha. That's it. No super team. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got the Hawks, Celtics. Uh, this is just a classic case of the Celtics being the most complete team in the NBA, and basically, dude, that they were the Celtics were up by like thirty at one point. I was about to say this was a thirteen. This finished off as a thirteen point game, but it really was not a thirteen point game. And, and that and that's not even really that close. Yeah, it, it's just not for a playoffs. How, no, and that's how that's just how badly they were getting absolutely destroyed. They they made basketball look easy. Boston right? made basketball look easy. It was just Fuck. like every other play was a cut to the basket dunk. It's like they were playing just backyard basketball, except they were just really good at it. Yeah. I, fuck Boston, man. Boston is just like they've been, they've had, the last like 20 years of my life have just been all Boston sports. It's fucking absolutely, it's annoying. It's super fucking annoying. They just, the Celtics have won, the Bruins have won, they're multiple times. The Patriots, obviously, we know what they've done. And, um, oh shit. Oh, they're in the Red Sox. The Red Sox snapped the fucking just 100 year curse, and they've been balling. They're like, it's just, it, it must be nice being a fucking Boston fan. You suck. I, I hate them. <laughs> um, Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, it, well, it's it'd just be nice to, you know, it'd be nice if my teams won. I got one Super Bowl. That's why I think we like LSU too much. So much. It's just, hey, we actually fucking win. Yep. Um, let's see, Knicks, Cavs. Honestly, dude, this game produced everything I wanted and more. This is gonna be a great series. I loved it. Everything I wanted and more. Jalen Brunson is the most. He he might be one of the most underrated players in in the NBA. Um, I I it's no matter what happens in game two. Either way, it could be two and zero going into the Garden. It could be one and one. Either way, the Madison Square Garden is going to be just rocking, mm-hmm. rocking. I can't fucking wait. It's yep. it, it's it's just so much better when the New York Knicks are are, are good. The, the in the Garden's popping. You got them fucking wild ass Knicks fans going crazy. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Um, about the game, it was back and forth, but I think the the big men for the Cavs got bullied. Got bullied a little bit. Mo- Mobley especially kind of got bullied, especially there at the end. I think they they need to exploit that. I think the Knicks need to just send Julius Randle down or or whoever. Well, and, they had they had Robertson that they inserted into the lineup because um, to counter the twin towers for Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Um, Allen and Mobley. <clears throat> yep, and he's a big presence down low. And here here's the thing: Jared Allen's really good. 
I think they they were just playing super soft. And now also what could happen is people could obviously everybody's talking about Mobley being soft, so that could that that'll probably fuel him. It probably will. You know, whenever it's nothing like you know social media blowing up and going viral about something about your weakness that'll kickstart you. Yeah, yeah. And in there, these all these guys are they're they're. They're not guys that'll back down. If you start saying shit like that, it'll fuel them and get them angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the 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 Knicks are the Knicks are so much fun. It's the Villanova Knicks. Brunson, probably the most important player. He might not be the best player on the Knicks. I think that is probably Julius Randle. But I, he's the most important player. Yeah, I think so. The MIP. He's a, he's a straight winner. He's yeah. just a winner, you know. Like he won in college. He he wins. He won with the Mavs quite a bit. I mean, I know they didn't win the finals, but they did better than they did this year. They did. Um, he's a straight winner. So it's so is Josh Hart. Um, but yeah, no, this is going to be a great series. Good game. Uh, you gotta gotta give some credit to Spider though. Oh yeah, for sure. Thirty-eight points. He had one point. He had like twelve points in a row. Like single-handedly was keeping the Caps in this game. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean he's and he here's the thing he's gonna shoot. Donovan Mitchell's gonna shoot shots. He he he's good. Um, he's obviously their their number one, but um, yeah, it, it, he needs somebody else. Yeah, he needs somebody else. There you go. Um, let's see another good game. Kings Warriors. Kings Warriors. I, this is gonna be another <laughs> fucking amazing series. This is gonna be so good. It, it, Sabonis versus Draymond is going to be just it, – it's it's going to be everything I wanted more. I they they might as well just put a ring in the uh, in the center of the court and just have them box it have out. Have them duke it out. Yeah. Um, I think this has been an overreaction too. Uh, the Warriors, they're, everybody's like, the Warriors are done. The Warriors are too old. The Warriors, they, they can't win on the road, blah, blah, blah. Chill out. I don't think Malik Monk's going to have a, another fucking crazy game. Darren well, Fox might, but I don't think Malik Monk and Darren Fox will both um, average or total for what sixty points between the two of them. A little bit over, a little over sixty points between the two of them. I don't think that's going to happen again. Yeah, I think that might have been even uh, seventy points because I think uh, Malik had thirty-eight, or no, Darren had thirty-eight and 38. Malik had uh, thirty-two. Yeah, thirty. I think he had thirty-three. But yeah, either way, they both combined for for most of their most of the Kings um, points. I don't think that's going to happen again. No, I and you honestly, Draymond sp- uh, said that too in his post game conference. He's like, uh, yeah, he's like. Yeah, we can't let Malik have that. No, I'm coming off the bench. It's nice though for nice, nice for the Kings. Like, yeah, they, it, it was cool. They haven't won a playoff game since '06, so you know Sacramento Kings fans enjoy this. That place was rocking. Oh yeah, they got to give some credit to the uh, the fans. That place was rocking. Well, yeah, I mean I, I would be rocking too if my my team hadn't been to the playoffs since fuck. What happened in '06? George Bush was still the president. Holy. <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, I wanted something to make it sound old, um, but yeah, look, definitely be looking forward to Draymond versus Bonus. I, I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Uh, last thing I had on this, um, I mean, because this was an exciting game because like it seemed like Sacramento just matched the Warriors style of play. Uh-huh. Like we had eleven threes in the fourth quarter between both teams, oh, and nice. he was just going back and forth. It was unbelievable. It's what you like to see. Yeah, and the most amount of points scored in the fourth quarter. So it's just gonna be. People shooting darts from the three-point line, and then Draymond and Sabonis just battling each other. I yeah. hope one of them bites the other's ear off. <laughs> like we'll go Mike Tyson style on this. Yeah. Um, Lakers versus Grizzlies. I th- dude, it's 
I, I say you're hitting the panic button if you're a Grizzlies fan. You're hitting the panic button. You lost the first game. That was your home game. You needed to win. John Morant's hand does not look like it's going to be – he might be back out there. I don't know how serious it is, but uh-oh. Yeah. Um, and then you're going against LeBron James. Yeah, he's he's doubtful. He's doubtful for game two right now is, was, is still the current status. Which is not good because this is a home game they have to win. Oh, they got to win. This and, is and, a must-win for the Grizzlies. It doesn't feel like a 7-2 and two matchup. No. And, I mean, the thing is, is you can't do this without Ja Morant and Steven Adams. You got to, like, I mean, if you're going to have Ja Morant out, you're going to have to have full force everywhere else. Because, yes. I mean, I've seen – we've seen the Memphis Grizzlies – Perform very well without John Morant. Mm-hmm. They can, they have the chemistry. They can do that. But when more pieces fall to from you know from the puzzle, it's like you know it's kind of kind of hard to see them actually moving on. I think it's just going to be difficult without Stephen Adams down low. I think he's a huge presence. And like, yeah, sure, they got Jaron Jackson, but like, I think they need a little. I think he needs a little more help. Um, and I think Stephen Adams probably would have provided that. Um, Let's see, Hillbilly Kobe Austin Reeves balled out. He's the energy guy. So he's the he's our he's the Pel- Pelicans Jose Alvarado. Yeah. yeah, that's what he is to the Lakers. Yes, he's the energy guy. He's the the Matthew Delavadova of the the 2016 Cavaliers. Yes, guy who provides that spark, that energy. He's the try hard guy. Yeah, he's he, not. He but, had the white person shine moment. We always have like a white person that just shines during the playoffs. We had uh, what was it, Kevin Herter with the Hawks that yeah. one year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's always that just that one moment, you know, where a white person just shines in a game, and that was that was Austin Reeves. That was Austin Reeves last year. It was Tyler Hero, I think. Um, we had Tyler Hero ball out one of the one of one of the series with Miami last year. Um, yeah, it's it's just you know it's nice to see we got we get one every now and then. Yeah. Um, Dylan Brooks versus LeBron is going to be fun. I'm at, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, yes, that's that is going to be fun. I, I'm I'm really picturing this as a Lance Stevenson versus LeBron 2.0. If he just if he like tries to blow in LeBron's ear, that would yes. just set me off. He needs to bring the tactics because we've we've seen in the past that has worked. You got to get creative. Yes, yes. you have to get creative. It's got to be something LeBron hasn't seen before too. Yes, that's what I've noticed. If you do something that LeBron's already seen, then it doesn't work as well. You yeah. got to do something LeBron hasn't seen. So pull something out of your bag of tricks, there, bud. Um, let's see. So yeah, Lakers. Lakers win uh, again. Panic meter for the Grizzlies. Yeah, I, I have to question what Morant was thinking. Like I, I get it. He's an explosive athlete, but uh, he he got hurt trying to posterize AD. I mean, that's a six three guy going against a six ten guy who's a shot known as a shot blocker he, in the league. I think Morant is a little wild. He plays wild. Yes, if that, I think that's the best way to describe him. It's out of control, wild, but he's so fucking freaky, athletic that he makes it all work. Mm-hmm. And I think he just like he tried to get really wild, either ran out and ran out of talent. I think that's what that was the combination. Well, there. I mean, he he almost got the had the dunk. It's just, I mean, we really don't really picture injuries very often. But that's you know looking back at it, that's a that's like a pretty like easily way to get yourself hurt maybe he needed a little humbling maybe he's just like he because like a guy like that especially as young as john moran is can get big-headed yeah i can mean get big-headed he's like i can do anything i want because he has been he's been balling out yeah he's been he's been one of the best players in the in the west he's like i can just dunk on this 6'10 guy 
real quick. And this six ten guy with the wingspan of a seven foot four giant. Yes. Like, no, no, I'm sorry, bro. The AD is gonna block you nine times out of ten. Um. So yeah, <laughs> let's see. <clears throat> Heat versus Bucks. Um. This is the game of injuries. This is an uh oh. Cause it's a back injury, so it could either be the Giannis injury is a back injury, so it could either be very bad mm-hmm. or not that it, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it, the MRI came back clean, or whatever you whatever you call an M, uh, the results of an MRI. We're not doctors. We're not doctors. Um, so that that's kind of, that's a good sign. So we'll see what happens with with um with. With that, Giannis. I don't think that they can win with Giannis. If I'm being honest, like I, I Chris Middleton can't do it all. No, I, again, especially against Miami Heat, which Miami Heat's a very good team. They're they're very good. Um, they can. They, I think without like obviously without Giannis in the lineup, I think they match up very well. Well, I was gonna say honestly, I thought before the series that like you know the Heat were a dangerous team, you know, to go into the playoffs. I, I believe I mentioned that last last week, too, how, I mean, they have an experienced team that's been deep in the playoffs before. You have an experienced coach who's been in the playoffs numerous times. They've had the same course since basically, like, 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. They, so they, they do have chemistry. You're absolutely right. And they, they have Jimmy Butler. Yep. So, yeah. No, I I definitely think so. Um, Tyler Hero also got hurt in this game. That sucks. That, yeah. Like we were talking about, he's an energy guy. He is an energy guy. Um but yeah, no, the Heat they were still able to pull it off and that, that I, this would be this would shake things up. It would basically yeah. mean that the Celtics are gonna win the East. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah, if the yeah, you you're right. It, because our the main like I guess it the the Celtics beat the Bucks by like almost forty over forty points at the end of the season. I don't think that would be the the same as like if they played a seven round series or a seven game series, but shit. I feel like the only people that would be that would actually contend with the Celtics in the East if that was to happen, if the Bucks were to go down, I feel like it would come out of the the Cavs series, the Cavs Knicks series. Cavs Knicks. I just I don't know. I, for some reason, I just don't like the Seventy Sixers to I, go far. No, no, because uh, like everything's centered around Joel Embiid, and I think that if they just put, well, I think Williams can do fine by himself or, uh, on um, Embiid. Like he won't shut down Embiid, but Robert Williams will will he'll 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 be fine. I th- I really do think they would just keep Robin Williams Robert Williams in. And just kind of let the the rest of the Celtics team ball out. Yeah, James Harden's not making those threes with this against the Celtics. No, absolutely not. Um, I love how we're riding off the Nets already, even though we're both rooting for them. But it's kind of like, I mean, the Seventy like, Sixers are probably going to win. They're a cool story. They're a great story. It is. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun to root for. Um. Okay. The Clippers Suns. I alluded to this earlier. Overreaction. Overreaction, overreaction, overreaction. Westbrook <laughs> fucking sucks. He was mad. He was a, he was like an angry kid on the ba- on like a pickup basketball game because he wasn't getting the ball. And he, he was three of nineteen from field goals. I was about to say, honestly, it got overlooked because let's let's be real. Westbrook did make a hell of a uh, play and a hell of a stand uh, towards the end. I mean, he got himself he got himself. Uh, he drew the foul, got himself two mm-hmm. free throws, made two clutch free throws. That was good for him. 
Um, and then he did a, a clutch play against Devin Booker, blocking and, you know, getting the rebound and throwing it out of bounds against him. Yep. So he is athletic. He's an athletic freak. He is. He just, <laughs> it's just like, you don't, nobody wants to pass it to him because they know they're not going to get the ball back. He's a fucking ball hog. But before that, before that, you know, that game saving plays, he actually was about to throw the game away. I don't know if he saw, but the last couple of drives before that, he was like, it was like turnover or he was missing shots that were getting, you know, that the other team was just getting the rebound for. So it was playing keep away from Russ, so he didn't fucking blow the game. Yeah, exactly. So, but other than that, um, freaking, I, you know what, I, we've, well, you know what we've been robbed of the last couple of years is the clutchness of Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that is true. That is true. We have. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's just because he's a lazy bum. Well, no, it's just because he's been hurt. That, well, I think he's a lazy bum. <laughs> I also think he's a robot. I, I, I'm very convinced that he's not actually a human being. He's just a fucking robot. And they he just, every now and then, they, they have to recharge him. It's, and that's why he needs load management. His shooting mechanics does look mechanical. It does. It looks very mechanical. And I just, I don't like, like how he has zero personality. <laughs> He just has, he's a fucking, he just stands there. He doesn't even know how to laugh. No, he can't even fucking laugh. Um, but yeah, so the they, the Clippers have Russell Westbrook. I'm not fucking worried about this at all. Um, it was a, a Suns home game though. So we gotta, we gotta take, we gotta make sure that we point that out. The Suns lost a home game. So they're gonna have to go to LA, which it's not really that far away, but they'll have to go to LA either. 0 and two or one and one. So, and that's all. It's always a nice feeling when you you got the the away team wins. Like the Knicks winning against the Cavs, it's huge. Well, huge. when you're in a series like that, especially, I mean, what was it? Everybody had written the Clippers off, and if you're going to pull an upset, this is the way to do it. You, you got to get up early. You yep. got to get up on the count early, like baseball. Yep, exactly. Because that I feel like that Clippers team, if they get down early, they're going to just implode. Yes, they go. They will implode. Here's the thing. Kevin Durant actually had a decent game, but he didn't have a decent game. He he put up 27 points, but it was like he didn't really play that well. Yeah, it, I, I he, did, like, he didn't. No, he he, he in when, in clutch time he didn't like in the fourth quarter he was nowhere. He didn't he didn't play very well in clutch in in clutch time, and like Chris Paul had a, had a weird double double. It, it was it was so weird. He had 11 point, 11 assists and, and 10 rebounds. <laughs> but, but seven points. Yeah. So it's like he was hustling though. He, he was, was hustling around. I, I think. I think like the it, it, and it took a little while for KD to settle in. You remember that he started yep. off like zero for six, zero for five, or something like that. Yeah, it, it took, took him a little second. while to settle in. Settle in. I think if I'm a, if I was betting on this game, which I won't be, I I would bet the Suns to just absolutely maul the Clippers next game. I think they'll figure it out. I think they just got kind of blindsided. Um, Kawhi played out of his mind. He yep. was he was very very good. He was so clutch. Um, so I and I think <laughs> the game plan, <laughs> the game plan for the Clippers to beat the Suns was to play defense against Russell Westbrook. <laughs> just, Whereas you don't play defense against Russell Westbrook. Just keep the keep the ball away. Like yeah, keep the ball from Russell Russell Westbrook. Um. Let's see the Nuggets versus T Wolves. This was a uh, a friendly reminder from the Nuggets that hey, there's a reason why we were number one in the West. 
There's a reason why we had one of the best records in the entire NBA, and there's a reason why we Nikola Jokic is is a two-time reigning MVP, probably going to win it again. Yeah, I mean, you could actually summarize this whole game in that one play that Jokic had, where he like had that stop and then just spin around, take to the basket, oh. was absolutely filthy. I don't understand how a big man like that looks like a point guard. You ha- also, how do you defend that? No, you don't. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because the thing is, it's like we we get fascinated by the um, who's the number one pick coming out of this draft. Um, Webin Yama. Yeah, we we get fascinated by those big men like him that can you know have handles, which is very very impressive. I'm not trying to you know downplay that by any means, but to see a player like Jokic who has the body type of an old big man, like an old style big man. And, Ewing. Yes, and still be able to make the handles like that is unreal. Yeah, because Webinyama is is skinny. Kevin Durant's skinny. Yep. Like AD's skinnier. Like all these guys, these big men coming up, they're not even really big. They're yep. just tall and skinny and and have a little bit of muscle. Yes. Um. So yeah, <clears throat> the, I mean, even though Jokic only had thirteen points, it's like they didn't need. To, he didn't need to do that. No. It, the 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 Nuggets were playing absolutely amazing defense. Not one player from the T Wolves had over twenty points. And they just shut everything down, and they just did what they needed to do. Yep. It was a there was a reason why the Nuggets were minus eight and a half, which I thought was was crazy high, but I guess I was wrong. Uh, do you got anything else in the NBA? Uh, that's about it. We'll keep following that as the playoffs move on. Let's get to on this day in sports history. Ot dish. Um, on this day in sports history in 1860, England's Tom Sayers and American America's John Heenan. Fight out a brutal two hour and twenty seven minute draw. Let me say that again: two hours and twenty seven minute draw in England. Um, police had to stop the fight. It was a boxing match. The police had to stop the fight. It was acknowledged as the first world title bout. It went forty two fucking rounds. Forty two rounds. Forty two wow. goddamn rounds of fighting. That's insane. <laughs> and a decision was made. To make a decision on a fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a baseball game. Yeah. You just watched two, two people fight the length of a baseball game. How did they last? That's what I, I don't know. Like, what, what you want to talk about robots? I mean, because the thing is, is even if you're, even if you're just kind of moving around the ring a little bit, I mean, that's still like they got that adrenaline going. I mean, you, that's still tiresome. I get maybe the breaks in between rounds got longer. That's the only thing. But two hours and two and a half hours, dude. I mean, well, think about it. If we had 42 rounds, um, well, let's say without breaks, what's, an ad- what's that an average of? Uh, dude, that's math. Yeah, that's sh- shit. 42, two and a half hours. Uh, you got to put it into minutes. Minutes, 60, 120, 150. 150 divided by 42. Uh, shit. That's like three minutes per. Uh, Is that three minutes? No. Yeah. 142. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, close to three so minutes. So it would be like two-minute rounds, and then they would have like two-minute breaks. So, Jesus Christ, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Holy fuck. All right, well, there, they, there we go. We got the math done. It yeah. was, It's not exact, but it's a roundabout. Um, shit. Yeah, so two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour uh, fight. Insane. Insane. All right, well, you know what? I'm a little bit of close to that timeline with my first one uh in 1869 six years after or nine years afterwards geez math math the first pro baseball game 
the Cincinnati Reds versus the Cincinnati Amateurs, which is weird. A little bit, what is it, ironic, maybe? I guess. You know, a pro game being uh, in your mascots, the Amateurs. Huh. So, but the Cincinnati Reds beat the Cincinnati Amateurs 24-15. to 15. That's a hell of a baseball game. That's a high-scoring game. There's no pitching. No. <laughs> um, in 1869, huh? I feel like that would that's actually I think that's kind of like right right where because like they were playing baseball well before that, but I guess the the a first pro league, pro yeah. game. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't think it's the first major league um, baseball game, right, baseball but like game. A pro that but that, that makes sense. It kind of does. 1869 is fine. It aligns. Yeah, it does. Um, in 1922, this is because um, <clears throat> uh, we have the Boston Marathon this weekend or today, I think. Yeah, the Boston Marathon was this, was today. On this date in 1922, the 26th Boston Marathon was won by Clarence Demar in a record timing, world record timing of two hours and 18 minutes and 10 seconds. Honestly, that's a lot faster than I would have thought for mm-hmm. 1922. Two hours and 18 minutes. The guy who the Kenyan who just won it. Did it in two hours and five minutes. So that's not very far off. Like, it, it, technically, it kind of is. 13 minutes is a long way. That's like two, that's more than two miles. It's almost like three miles. But I don't know. That It just seems like it, just seems like it would be longer in 1922. Well, yeah, because most people in 1922 were just like, you know, coming off their couch and then running a marathon. Whereas, like, you know, today we have like... These guys so many, so many guys that just like trained all yeah, year long. They'll just run from New York to Los Angeles for no reason. Yeah, Forrest Gump style. Just Forrest Gump that motherfucker. But alrighty, um, continuing with the baseball theme, 1947, Jackie Robinson bunts for his first major league hit. Bunt. Yep. It's a bunt. That's kind. Of, that's kind of disappointing. If I'm thinking about it, like I wish his first one was like a home run. I wish he just yanked it out of the park. He's a team player. He, he, a he team. knew he knew what the te- he knew what the uh, situation was, and it called for a bunt. And Good he, for him. Yeah, and he had plenty more afterwards. So of he, course, he had a plenty of home runs. Yeah, he is a team player. Team, team player. player. That's good. Um, I have one more in 1999. It's kind of a, it's just a funny one. In 1999, the Cleveland Browns <laughs> they uh, they drafted um, Tim Couch with their first pick. Tim Couch. They selected Tim Couch. Was he sitting on his couch was, whenever he was selected? I, I don't know. I think everybody in Cleveland was sitting on their couch. It was just that the whole Cleveland team was sitting on the couch. It, I think that was what started their quarterback woes. Tim Couch? Yeah, I think it was like the him, and then that's when they, they just had like a shit ton of quarterbacks that didn't do anything. Did they? Did Belichick draft, draft him? I don't know. I don't know when Belichick got to the Patriots. I think he might have been there. Oh, I, no, I think Belichick He was, was definitely gone. there before, but he, uh, he whether was he was gone. He was, he was gone by then. Yeah. But do you have any more? Uh, yep. Yeah, last one. Another baseball. Uh, NL greatest, uh, the National League greatest comeback. Phillies beat the Cubs in 1976, 18-16 to in 10 innings after being down 12-1. to 12-1 to is the biggest comeback? 12-1 to is the biggest comeback. Mike Schmidt had four straight home runs. Wow. <laughs> right. Well done, Mike Schmidt. Um, I guess I'm so used to college baseball. I watch more college baseball than I do pro. And you see, like, comebacks down, like, 16 mm-hmm. all the time. I just, like, like, when I'm watching LSU, I don't care how far, how, how much we're down by. We're, I'm, never, I'm never turning it off. Not until the third out of the ninth inning. Yeah. 
Well, because I feel like there's it's because of the variance in pitching. Mm. Like whereas like the pros, like your reserves, like they're still professionals. Like they're gonna they're gonna freaking pitch like really well, but. In college, you've got your aces in the front, but then after that, it's you know, it's whether you have a good night or not. Yeah, you're you're right. It's, you got like you like Charlie from high school, basically on the mound, like filling in. <laughs> Throw me a fast one. Throw me a fast one. Um, so on this date in history, on this date in history in 1970, Apollo. This is uh, kind of continuing on with what I did last week. Apollo 13. Enters the Earth's atmosphere and splashed down, ending one of the most tense chapters in space history. That was last week. Last week it had the oxygen tank had blown up and it was not looking good. Not looking good. Houston, we've had a problem. Ooh. Keeping up, keeping up with Apollo 13. Yeah. All right. Well, mine, I got a little different twist. In 2012, the 18th century St. Colbert Gospel... Europe's oldest intact book is bought by the British Library for nine million pounds, which equates for twelve point three million dollars. Jeez. Yeah. They bought a book for nine million dollars. Nine million pounds. Pounds. Well, twelve twelve and a half million dollars. Yeah. What are they considered like a work of art? That's the oldest book. In history? I guess so. Well, in, in Europe's oldest intact book. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I get uh, old when it gets to a level of old, it becomes like I think that's the same thing. Very with, valuable. Yeah, I think that's the same thing with art. Yeah, if it's, it's just, old, if it's old, it's yeah. just if it's old. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've actually really considered that, like with value with items. You know, like maybe like what if I like kept one of the, like the Nokia brick phones, like. Somebody probably would buy it nowadays. What if I saved it for 20 more years after right now? Yeah, 2043. Yeah. It's a relic. It's a kind of a relic, yeah. True. Um, All right, let's get on to NFL news. Big NFL news, Jalen Hurts contract extension. Um, Mm -hmm. It's huge. Massive. Great for the – I think it's great. I love it because I I don't really like Philly very much. Um, I don't like the Eagles very much. And I think it's going to screw them over royally because I don't think Jalen Hurts can win and go to the Super Bowl again without another stacked team like they had. So I'm here for it. <laughs> um, we kind of knew it was coming. It was a five-year, five $255 million extension with about oh, almost $180 million guaranteed, I think is what it was. Yep, $179. $179.304 million guaranteed. <laughs> This, <laughs> I had to one up you there. <laughs> See that? Um, <clears throat> this is good. It, it it's kind of it's it what it's doing to the market is it's kind of bringing it back down to to where it needs to be. You should we shouldn't have been guaranteeing complete two hundred thirty million dollar contracts to quarterbacks at all. Well, yeah, that's I, I like I was gonna say is that this. Yeah, it was a deal to Jalen Hurts, which is awesome. I'm glad he got the bag, you know. But there was so many other underlining storylines that that kind of came with this. Yes, this is huge. Yeah. This is a blockbuster deal. Yeah, because he's well, now he's now the highest paid quarterback. Yep. In the league, which we still have Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and then obviously Lamar Jackson's contracts that are due. It was yeah. an, it was the biggest contract in terms of average annual value. Yes, in that's NFL what I'm saying. history. Yeah. 
So, it, it, and that does, it plays a huge part. Because now it's like, all right, well, this, this guy just went to the Super Bowl, only got $180 million guaranteed, didn't get his entire contract guaranteed. And, like, it was this was actually the first time in, tra- in Philadelphia, his, or the Eagles history, that there was a no-trade clause. Mm-hmm. I read that. I don't know. I don't know if it was for quarterback. Because... A, a contract for with a no trade clause, I thought it was pretty common nowadays. Like I feel like there's no trade con- clauses in almost every, like in a lot of contracts, right? I wouldn't necessarily say that. I I, I just feel I think like, it gets noted uh, like it's more recognized whenever there is one because they people they make sure to say it. Yeah, because um, it's, it's, it's just, apparently it's like a perk for a player. Mm-hmm. But the, the, I guess the, this was the first one in Eagles history, which I thought I thought found that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't know if it's any player or if it's just a quarterback, but um, yeah. Uh, the again, I think Jalen. I think this is terrible for Philly. I mean, it's good for Jalen Hurts, terrible for Philly. I think they're going to lose. I don't think he can bring him. I don't think he can. He can't Patrick Mahomes his way to the Super Bowl again. So you think he's a one hit wonder? Unless they can figure out a way to put pieces around him, like draft players, and because they do have a lot of draft picks, mm-hmm. they have a lot of draft picks. If they can put the young players, cheap players around him, and they could probably they could probably get back. But out of with what they got right now, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad for Lamar. Sorry, bud. You're not going to get your guaranteed. He's he's not going to get uh, over 200 mil like no. he wants. He's, he's going to get sub 200 mil guarantee. The, I'm, I can only imagine what Lamar was doing when he saw that news. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it doesn't bode well for him. Mm, I mean, yeah. he can check and see what what Joe Burrow does next. That might help him out like a tad bit. But mm-hmm. but that's the other, like I said, underlining storyline with this is that, you know, the big one is the guaranteed money uh, market got readjusted. It did. It got readjusted. Um, again, I, like I said, I think it's for the better. I think it's for the better. I think with these these quarterbacks demanding all this guaranteed money is not good for the league um, because the the owners just won't they won't they simply won't dish it out unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I you know, I really don't think so. And then like with, with if you look at history, Brady taking cuts and stuff like that, like. You want you want quarterbacks who are more interested in winning than in money. But obviously everybody's the quarterbacks are gonna be interested in money, but you gotta like I think that's what you have agents for. You gotta pretend like you're you're you wanna win, but you also wanna get paid. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, that's why you need an, an agent to negotiate. Yeah. I don't know. You got anything else on the Jalen Hurts news? Uh no, that's about it. I'm pretty pumped about it. I lo- I was pretty excited when I saw that. Um Players not showing up for OTA, voluntary OTAs. Who the fuck cares? Why do we make this a big fucking deal every single year? There's players who are in the middle of contract talks and negotiations that don't show up every year. It happens all the time. And yeah. they're voluntary. Yeah. When they don't show up to mandatory OTAs, then we, then we have a problem. Stop freaking out. Yeah. it's. I mean, the key word right there is voluntary. You know? It's like basically... You know, whether the player wants to or not. Um, yeah, like you said, they're still working out contract details. There could even be other reasons why they're not even showing up. But, yeah, it's it's basically, you know, the media trying to make this into, you know, like a Big Brother episode. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, drama all around, but it's really nothing to really scuff at. No one cares. Yep. Uh, you got anything else on the NFL? 
Alright, that's about it. Okay. Let's talking soccer, eh? Talk some fucking soccer. Talking soccer. Last week I said I was going to explain the La Liga. And honestly, thank God. Because this is basically, this is the Spanish version of the Premier League. It's not La Liga, my my balls? La Liga, my balls. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a good one. I should have thought of that one. League, my balls. Uh, Founded in 1929, it it is from mid-August to mid-May. So it's, it's it. We got a, it's just a shit ton of leagues going on all year. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. There's no brackets. Well, it's a double round robin. So like everybody plays everybody twice, and I guess the team with the most points at the end wins, just like the Premier League. Okay. So there's no. There's not really any bracket. You don't have a tournament. I gotcha. Bummed me out. I thought the Spanish, you know, might be a little more creative and do that, but. Yeah, the bottom three are rele- relegated to they they're demoted, they're fired, they're sacked, they're sacked. So the the it's called the second division. Okay, second division this, from La Liga. It's from La Liga, the second. Yeah, they're they're in second place. Okay. Um, it, this one it, this I was looking, it kind of sucks because I think it's a, at the top. It's basically just Real, the Real Madrid. Okay. And uh, Barcelona. Yeah, it's just those two. And then just everybody else. And then everybody else. I okay. think um, Atletico Madrid and Valencia might have a couple. They they were probably I think they were good back in like the fifties or sixties or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they're very top heavy. This is a very top heavy league. Um, it's kind of like the, uh, the 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 NBA almost. The East. The East, yes. Just very top heavy. It's yeah. just you you got your top four guys, and then that's it. Yeah, I was gonna say the Bucks, Celtics, and everybody else. Bucks, Celtics, maybe yeah. Bucks, Celtics, and everybody else. That's essentially what it is. Um, number two through number six, I believe, or maybe the top four, top five. They are the ones like in the Premier League. They get invited to UEFA European bullshit. Okay, I don't know what bullshit means in this uh, UEFA league. Remember what I tried to? Oh, UEFA, yay, UEFA, UEFA, yeah. That, that's what I tried to explain last week, ah. but I didn't really get very far because it confused the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I actually dis- I, I learned less about soccer. Gotcha. I learned less. Um, so La Liga. There's, it, I've actually had, I mean, it's Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi back in the day, like, in the, like the 2010s, going at it. So, you know. One thing I noticed about this was there's, there's a lot of authentic teams in this league. Yeah. When I was going up and down, there was a lot of authentic teams, uh, real uh, teams, real, oh, real teams. Oh, they're, they're all real. The only uh, thing is, though, they didn't have a blue check mark, so I'm kind of questioning the authenticity of them. The authenticity of them? Yeah. Hmm. They didn't have a blue check mark. And as a millennial, you know, any you know profile that doesn't have a blue check mark, I'm going to question if it's a fact check. Yeah. If it's a real, fact if check. the real profile. It's fake news. Real team. Yeah. They're not. They just, they, they, they actually just exist. On paper, they're, okay. they're not really anything, especially nowadays. You just buy your blue check mark. Come on, fucking fake ass Madrid. You just call yourself Real. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of Real, Real Madrid has the most championships with thirty five. Wow, thirty five. Yeah, lots. Okay. Sheesh. Um. Yeah. People still watch it. I don't know. Just. It's you know, Real dominating everything. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to to watch that. At least the Premier League, you got some. They, they, it gets mixed up. You know, mm-hmm. you got the bitch Chelsea. Yeah. You, know, you got Liverpool one. You know, Manchester City, Man United. I know Man United has the most, but it's it's not about that that much. Still competitive. Still competitive. So I don't know. 
Yeah, that's La Liga. <laughs> okay. So we, we, we figured that one out. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do next week. I'm just going to maybe try and explain UEFA again. I'll uh, Liverpool won. They won 6-1. to one. Mohamed Salah had two goals. I know that. Nice. I don't know which... I don't know if that's Premier League. I don't know if UEFA. I don't know what. I don't know what it is. Where Liverpool is, and that's and that's they might be in a pool. They might be in. The, they live in a pool. They might be living in a pool. Oh, it might be water polo. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. They won six one though. You got anything else in talking soccer? Uh, that's it. Okay, I feel stupid every time we talk do that segment. But anyways, uh, other sports news: playoff hockey has started. I'm fucking excited. I'm I'm pretty bummed the pins are out, but I'm also kind of happy that. Not only the pins out, the cap, the Capitals are already out, are out as well. Okay, so I'm pumped. Playoff hockey, one of the best things of all time. Yeah, it's like that's your best consolation prize. If like if your favorite team isn't in the playoffs, you want your you know least favorite team out of the playoffs. Exactly, exactly, and that that's honestly it's the Capitals. I I know I don't like the Flyers very much. Big Pens fan, go Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't like the Flyers at all, but I kind of hate the Capitals right now. Okay, I fucking hate the Capitals. Um, Capitals suck. And last thing I had was uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. They are hot. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> Those Tampa Bay Rays. He's so hot right now. They 14-2. and two. They started off 13-0, and 0, I believe. They've gone 1-2 and two in the last three games. Good for them. 14, 114 runs scored. The next one up is 100, or 97 plus uh, 72 differential. Bats are hitting, baby. Bats, Bats are, are hitting. hitting. I still have not watched a single fucking MLB game. This year. Even with the sped-up game. Even with the sped-up game. I've just been watching a lot of college baseball, dude. I, I College baseball is a little like more fun to me for some reason. I don't know. There's just, like, wild scores. There's wild shit that happens every time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's – I don't know. It's fun. I like the MLB because the pitching is so much better, but <clears throat> it's – college baseball is a wild card. Yep. But, a little bit more errors. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, that's about it. All righty. We'll see you all next week. Love you all. Later.